welcome or welcome back to the Me, Myself, and I podcast. My name is Kelly. I am the host of this podcast. I am 22 years old. I was diagnosed with depression, anxiety, body dysmorphia, and binge eating disorder. Um, If you weren't able to listen to the intro episode for this podcast, it basically just gave an overview of what to expect with the podcast, Um, really focusing on mental health, self-care, my own personal growth journey that I'm currently on, um, hoping to educate people with or without mental illness um, on ways to take better care of yourself, on ways to start taking care of yourself if you do not currently, um, and just on how mental health affects people in general and kind of bringing to light the ugly truth of mental illness, but also the positivity that can come out of it and the positive ways um, to help yourself. And so uh, in the previous episode I had talked about the mind body and soul connection and how I truly believe that you need to nourish your mind body and your soul in order to live a healthy and balanced lifestyle and I really do Um, I think that taking care of those three particular sections of life are very important and self-care is very important Um, so what I've realized is by doing all of those things and by focusing on my being kind of as those three things, um, I have really developed uh, in myself and kind of learned a lot about myself more than what I thought, you know, I ever would. And it really helped to kind of rewire my brain from the way that I used to think. Um, And I think that's a really positive thing. And every day is a new day for growth and a new journey, uh, which makes me really excited. And I'm excited to share my story. And I'm excited to have listeners um, hopefully get something out of this podcast. So today's topic, we are talking about nourishing the mind. Um, So I try to implement little things throughout the week that really just help to keep my mind focused, to keep unpacking negative thoughts, overthinking days, um, anxiety, uh, my depression episodes when they happen, and really just to focus on how can I have a better uh, outlook on myself, a better outlook on my life, and how to kind of stay positive in my mindset when sometimes it's easier to slip back into the negative thinking and how I can really propel myself forward so that negative thoughts don't happen as frequently until maybe at some point they really don't happen often at all. Um, I don't know if they'll fully ever go away because negative things happen and negativity can stick with you, but I just want to have better coping skills in order to really help myself to get through whatever it is that I'm going through at any particular time. Um, So focusing on my mind uh, throughout the week, I really do try to journal I found personally that writing and visually seeing um, the things that come to mind or the things that I'm unpacking, the things that I'm learning, um, I like visually seeing it. I am the creative type of person where I need to write, draw. Um, My journal is typically filled with a bunch of drawings and a bunch of different um, writing styles and I really like being creative with it and I have found that my brain really connects to that and I can sit there and journal for hours at a time um, just because I really do love it as a creative outlet. So I'll typically try to journal throughout the week. Um, On the days that I have off during the week, um, I will do a digital detox where I'll try to stay off of social media and really focus on doing the things that I love. Uh, So I love to paint. I love to write. um, I really love to read. And even sometimes um, staying off of social media and staying away from that aspect, I will have lazy days where I do just sit and I'll watch TV. Uh, But typically if I'm doing a digital detox, I'll try to stay away from the TV throughout the day. 
focusing on getting, you know, housework done that I want to get done, taking care of myself as far as like if it's painting my nails, doing a face mask, doing things that really make me happy and knowing that accomplishing those things will make me happier. Um, And so that's really what I try to do on my days off. So I will journal, write a list of things I want to do. Um, journal about the week, kind of get my brain reset for after my days off and going back to work and how I can have a better week and a more positive outlook on a a week like if the week before was bad. So that's what I'll try to do is I try to journal and do uh, digital detox, get away from social media, um, which I think has really created a more positive environment for myself. Um, So kind of throughout the week, I'll try to really limit how often I go on social media and even down to like the hour. Like there are some days where I'll really be strict with myself just because I want to be more focused in the present. I want to be more living in the moment and not so into social media, other people's lives and what they're doing, uh, really focusing more so on myself for this personal growth journey and for the person that I want to become, I really have started focusing on myself more, which I feel like is really important, especially if you're just starting out on your journey, really being strict at first with yourself um, as far as like making sure that you are taking care of yourself, doing check-ins with yourself. If you are someone that is obsessed with social media and you're constantly on social media, which is how I was and how um, still can have days where I, that's what I do when I wake up in the morning, um, trying to limit that time and be more focused in the present, what you can do for yourself, what are things that you want to do and accomplish that will make yourself feel better. If it is scrolling on social media, if it's doing that, that's fine too. Um, different things work for different people. So I just know that for me, staying off of social media and not being on it as much has really allowed me to be more in the present and to focus really on the things that I need more. Um, And so throughout the day uh, that I have off, I'll try to, you know, eat healthy still. I'll try to nourish my body as much as I nourish my mind. Um, And then really just like reading and journaling and doing things that, again, making me happy. Uh, Throughout the week, just little things that I'll do is I do love listening to podcasts. I love listening to like the Boss Babes podcast. Uh, They're absolutely amazing. I love listening to uh, self-reflection podcasts as well as I'm obsessed right now with the show Shark Tank. So business podcasts and um, just like entrepreneur podcasts, I'm also very obsessed with. I'm obsessed with um, true crime podcasts as well. Crime Junkie and True Crime Obsessed are probably my top two favorites and I will just kind of listen to podcasts um, Maybe as I'm doing, you know, like my morning routine, I'll listen to kind of a motivational podcast um, and I'll start my day off having positive thoughts and having a positive mentality. Um, Really taking care of myself helps me to feel better about myself. So when I get up in the morning right away, like with my alarm clock, as soon as it goes off and I'm up getting ready, um, washing my face, eating breakfast, I find that little things like that really have made such a difference in my life because I was somebody who never did those things before. I never took care of myself like I should have been. Um, Even as far as like washing my face and 
washing my hair and doing even like hygienic things when I would be in the depressional episodes and when they would be super severe even when I was depressed for long periods of time taking care of myself just felt absolutely impossible so what I've realized is that doing little things and having goals for myself for each day um, I have a habit tracker in my journal and it's tracking you know every day for washing my face, brushing my teeth, washing my hair, um, eating healthy meals, eating three meals a day, making sure that if I don't and if I slip up on something that I'm not being too harsh on myself and that I'm being patient with myself. So I've realized that doing little things here and there throughout the week really do keep my mind um, positive and keep me in a good mindset. Uh, Doing things such as eating breakfast and nourishing my body, it really just immediately boosts my mood. Um, I love doing like smoothies in the morning. I'll do like fruit, bowl of Cheerios, bagels, like anything that I'm craving that day is something that I'll eat. I do try to do meal planning just because I want to be more focused on, like I said, the present, living in the moment. So I'll try to organize the things that I know my brain will sit there and overthink and try to decide and next thing you know I have no idea what I'm going to eat I have no idea what I'm going to wear so I try to be mindful about those things so at the beginning of the week I will write out everything I want to accomplish for the week in my journals I have a planner of monthly things that need to get done I try to pick out my outfits the night before pack my lunch the night before meal plan for the week and then grocery shop for the week because the less time I can focus on those things things, the more time I can focus on the things around me that I need to do for myself and also doing those things like planning and having goals for myself each week and each month really have kept me in a better mindset and in a more positive mood um, just because it really has allowed me to focus on what needs to get done and having it written out being able to visually see it and checking it like checking off things on lists are probably that's my favorite thing ever to do Um, like even when I go grocery shopping and I put something in the cart and I check it off my list it is just so satisfying for some reason Um, so journaling digital detoxing um, usually what I've seen Um, from different like self-help articles and from different websites has been starting to set boundaries for yourself. Um, So with relationships, friendships, with relationships with family, uh, really setting boundaries just with you know, when you need to take time for yourself, it's okay to say no to plans. It's okay to say no to people. It's okay to not answer your phone and to kind of step away if it means that you're taking care of yourself and taking a break when you need to. That is totally okay. Um, you know, you are living your life for yourself and you are living your life according to what you need, not according to what other people need from you. And I think that's the biggest thing that I've had to learn is that I truly need to take more time for myself and learn to say no, uh, mostly to work. It really is to work. I'm pretty much like I get called in all the time and my answer is always yes. And so learning to say no, um, because I do get burnt out. I get tired and exhausted and overwhelmed and needing to know when to stop was probably my biggest issue. And now I've started learning boundaries with people, with um, jobs, and just with myself in general. And so I think that's a really big thing to kind of keeping your mind um, sharp and active and keeping your mind in a positive mindset is learning that it's okay to have boundaries and to follow those boundaries, um, to stick with them, 
even across the board for all of the people in your life once you set those boundaries and having people stick to them because that's important and you're important and the respect that you deserve is by other people acknowledging those boundaries. So I'm a big believer in setting boundaries for yourself, definitely. Um, Also throughout the week, I will try to be more positive towards myself. Um, I love affirmations. I think affirmations are great. I know there are some people who um, aren't necessarily a fan of doing affirmations or saying affirmations, but I have uh, little quotes and stuff that I like to reflect on, and I'm a huge fan of poetry, so uh, reading poetry and writing and, you know, saying positive things to myself. Um, that's kind of, I, I love that. I have felt more connected with myself when I do that. Um, and I started looking at myself in a different light once I started speaking to myself more positively. Um, if it was something that I had messed up on, instead of being hard on myself, I just had to be patient with myself. If there was something that I didn't like that I was doing, learning how I can r- correct it and turn it into a behavior that will be positive. Um, So changing the way that I think about myself has been a huge thing, um, and it really has just been unpacking all of the things that I have in my brain when it comes to myself. Um, So I typically used to be a really negative person when it came to myself, Um, kind of that overthinking brain where you're talking down to yourself, you don't like the way you look, you don't like the way you're dressed, you comment on your own face or your hair or whatever it is, that was me uh, consistently breaking myself down even though I had no reason to and there was no reason to treat myself the way that I did and I had to really learn to do better for myself. Um, So speaking more positively towards myself and really taking the time to get to know who I am as a person. You know, what are the things that make me super happy? What are the things that I want to do in life? What are goals that I have for myself? And by setting little goals and um, accomplishing them, you know, you don't have to set yourself up for this big goal and try to go for it right away if you don't want to. What I've learned is setting little goals and kind of those like bigger goals that have good um like a good impact when you accomplish them still and it feels good even though maybe it was a little outside of the comfort zone or whatever um accomplishing small goals is still an accomplishment and it doesn't matter how big or small the goal is you're still doing something for yourself and I think that's the main focus is being more positive towards yourself doing better for yourself um as far as for my mind I really have wanted to try to give meditating a try. I uh, have meditated in the past and I have tried to follow along with like a YouTube video, but I just... I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm, I'm super into it. Maybe I just need to try it again. I know that people love meditating. I would love to get into yoga. I definitely want to start stretching more. Um, I'm not super like a gym person by any means, so I don't like work out at all. But I find that I have found that people who do yoga and meditate, they just seem to be more at peace and more calm. And that's my goal um, is to try to do that. Um, so I, I want to be more in tune with myself and with myself journey and with the progress that I've made so far um, just in my own mind it really has been breaking down everything and anything that has been negative in my life realizing and understanding how it's affected me and why um, knowing some things about psychology and having somewhat of a background in psychology uh, pinpointing what the triggers are is 
a little bit easier just because I kind of see where it comes from when I talk about like trauma, when I talk about stuff from high school that I went through, um, really breaking it down and mentally going through, okay, what triggers me when I'm in a depressional episode? What triggers me for an for a panic attack? How are these emotions throughout the week? Is this something that I'm able to control and kind of de-escalate myself from it getting any worse? You know, really unpacking each situation has helped me so much. Um, something that I've learned as far as helping your mind and um, nourishing your mind and with mental illness is I was, I saw something on TikTok about shadow work. A lot of the things that I see um, people talk about for like mental health and everything like that. I mean, I typically will see on TikTok just because I'm on like mental illness, the mental illness side of TikTok, I guess. Um, So I saw somebody post about shadow work and it really is reflecting internally and breaking things down um, and learning about yourself and reflecting on yourself so that you can kind of forgive the things that were done to you so that you can uh, kind of bring to light the things that are wrong and that you want to change and why you want to change those things. Is it the standards that society has set for you? Is it the standards that your parents have set for you or that your peers have set for you? Or is it something that you yourself want to do for yourself? Um, And why do you feel the way you do about the world around you? Was there stuff from childhood that affected um, you and your thinking if it's a more negative thinking. Um, So shadow work has been something that I have been looking into a lot. I actually did a 14-day challenge of shadow work where it was questions um, asking to reflect on yourself. How do you see yourself? How do you see the world around you? And it's illustrating it and writing about it. And I've learned uh, a lot about myself and the, the reason why I see myself the way I do and where it kind of stems from and learning that I need to forgive myself for not being able to protect my younger self, if that makes sense, um, for not being able to be the person I needed myself to be and just recognizing that I did go through those things and that it's okay to reflect and to think about it and you know nothing bad is going to happen to me if I go through and break down my trauma if I go through and break down the negative things that have happened to me in my life that nothing bad is going to happen to me currently nothing is going to physically harm me nothing is going to emotionally harm me I am okay and unpacking those things can take a lot and it can be very draining um Something that I've realized is that I think about when I think about previously being depressed and how severe it was at the time of age, I think about um, like my younger sister, she would be a a little bit younger, close to the age that I was at when I first got diagnosed with depression and thinking about her suffering through something like that, thinking about the things that she goes through in her daily life, it really has made me reflect that when you're that age, when you're young, there is really such little control that you have over your own life and over your own being that, you know, going through what you went through, you there was nothing that you could do to really help yourself, especially at the age that I was at um, and not knowing really the chemicals in my brain and mental illness and what that meant to even be diagnosed with something, you know. Uh, being as young as I was, I feel like at one point it seemed like the world was so innocent and then the next thing it didn't. And now I have learned that 
Uh, I've really turned into an empath when it comes to people and empathizing with people and their stories. Um, And I feel emotionally connected to people when they tell me their stories. And typically the way that I'll respond to somebody that tells me something about their life or their personal experiences is I'll turn around and I'll tell them about my own. Um, And I think that's a way that I... I use that to try to connect with people on a dip, on a deeper level and on a more meaningful level. Um, so for myself, really unpacking and going through everything that I went through in my mind um, as far as mental illness, uh, where I was versus where I am, kind of my mindset back then versus my mindset now and what's changed in my life to um, affect my mindset whether it's negative or positive, what in my life has led up to this moment where I feel this way Um, and going through everything in my childhood, it really helped me break down the person I am today because a lot of us say like, you know, if we didn't go through the things we went through, we wouldn't be who we are right now. Um, I was asked if, if I could go back, would I change any of the things that have happened to me? Um, Would I undo what was done and see what could could be and the answer is I don't know um I think that that's I think that that's an interesting thought to have if I could go back um if I wouldn't have been diagnosed with something would life have been different and I know that it would be um but I have no idea who I would be currently if I didn't go through what I went through and so that's why I hesitate to answer is because I don't know what the other path looks like and for me to dwell on what could have been it would only hurt me it's now how do I move forward with what has happened to me and what I've gone through and how can I move forward and become a more positive person even when my entire life felt negative and you know, with depression, it's hard because you do feel that sadness, that emptiness sometimes. And for myself, you know, it was long periods of either feeling absolutely nothing, um, having no, getting no joy out of anything, really just unmotivated, kind of really existing and not living. Um, And then there was extreme sadness where I really felt like the universe was out to get me for whatever reason. And it really sticks with me now to think back. Um, because my brain and was still developing my brain at that time you know being so young and impressionable and having things around you be so negative uh it's hard to think about what life would be like had I not gone through the things that I went through from an early age um as far as talking about like trauma and things that went on anywhere from you know parents getting divorced to being bullied in school to uh being bullied in other aspects at home that came from outside sources that, you know, weren't necessarily my family, but outside um, attachments to the family, if you will, Uh, and having, being negatively surrounded by the idea that mental illness was something that I was faking or something that I was doing to be dramatic Um, and educating myself I think has educated my family as well because there has been so many times where in my younger um, younger stages of mental illness and in my childhood uh, it really wasn't understood what I was going through and to be depressed you know I was told that I was attention seeking and that you know I wasn't being honest I was being dramatic about my situation and I was doing it because I wanted attention from my family and that's why everybody thought you know I was acting so sad and depressed but really I just I didn't have the motivation to be a person anymore and at such a young age you don't really understand what that means but it felt 
easier to just kind of go through the motions and do whatever than to try to fight back in any aspect or try to get some joy out of life because at that age about the and when I say that age if you didn't listen to the intro podcast um, or in the intro episode to the podcast I talked about how I was diagnosed with depression probably around the age of 11 or 12 um, right around that area so thinking back to that age and how you felt when you were that age you know when I think back to life then I I feel like in a sense depression robbed me of staying a child and having a child mentality and it made me feel like I wanted to not exist at such an early stage in life where it kind of started building up to um, suicide attempts to self-harm and to those things because my brain it was just overwhelmed overloaded didn't I didn't know how to cope I didn't have the tools that I needed and um, I didn't have them when I needed them and I didn't have anybody to really help me when I was going through that which I know there are a lot of people that feel the same way that feel like they don't have anyone to listen to them and feel like you know there is no hope but really taking care of your brain taking care of your thoughts and yourself mentally breaking it down what you're feeling breaking down the things that you've gone through realizing that things that were done to you are not your fault it's not because you deserved it and it's not because you're not worthy of the life that you have or worthy of a good life you know other people that choose to do things to you that was their choice and that is a reflection on that person and not you um I myself have been a toxic person to people before in the past and for stuff like that. I mean, I can apologize all I want. I can say I'm sorry all I want to those people, but it really took me changing my mindset, me changing the way I went about life and creating a more positive atmosphere and being a better friend, being a better daughter, being um, better to relate to and being easier to relate to because a lot of the depression and the anger that I felt at the time uh, I really would lash out at people. I found that my depression and sadness really would swell up into anger and I would lash out, I would scream, I would disappear for hours and wouldn't talk to anybody. Um, and again, it's because i mentally ill, you know, it's a mental illness. It affects you in so many different ways and everybody kind of goes uh, through it in a different way. So at that time in my life, the sadness really turned to anger and frustration of not being heard or, you know, understood. And I think that's the biggest thing is now at the stage that I'm at, it really is all about unpacking everything that I've been through, unpacking what I put myself through as much as what other people put me through. You know, what didn't I do to help myself that I could have? What can I do now to correct that behavior so that I no longer feel like I'm stuck in that same situation? Um, so learning a lot about myself, learning who I am as a person and moving forward into a more positive situation, not harboring or holding on to anything any hurt feelings towards people, towards situations, um, things that are in the past are in the past. And I've really learned how to be more positive about it. And, you know, just because there are situations where there are people, if it's family, if it's friends, if it's work related, that maybe it's a negative relationship that you have with them, or maybe you're not benefiting or growing from that relationship. That's where you have to reevaluate what you need as a person, what 
do people bring to you as far as value into your life? Do they help you to grow? Do they help you to feel happier? What are they adding to your life? And if it's only negative things, that's where it's time to reevaluate and reassess if that person is meant to be in your life. Um, and that's what I really have had to do, especially with work relationships and with um, as much work as I have put in and, you know, as many times as I've said yes when I should have said no to going in and to work, you know, over way over the hours I should be and to be working you know 11 hour shifts when I'm supposed to be working eight you know stuff like that where it's like boundaries are such a big thing and I feel like boundaries are what helped my mental health the most um boundaries with myself and boundaries with everybody in my life and with every situation in my life um so I really try to reflect on everything and unpack everything because I feel like now more than ever is when it needs to be done. Um, there's no timeline for me to get anything done. There's no timeline of, you know, I need to be happier by this date or I need to have myself quote unquote fixed by this date. Uh, not at all. But for myself, I think that there are some things that are blocking me from being the full version of myself that I would like to be. And so to really unpack and to mentally understand what I need is so important that I'm really pushing myself to go through um, things from my past and unpack it and then let it go. Um, there are triggering things that I have, you know, have to think about. And I think that will be for, you know, anybody that has mental illness. There are things that can trigger you and trigger certain aspects uh, for your mental illness, which I totally understand. So doing things like shadow work, doing things like journaling and reflecting, um, if it's something that you don't think you can, you know, handle, if it's traumatic from your past, if it's something even from the present that's traumatic and you're worried about triggering yourself, then I would say that don't go through it right now. Don't unpack it right this second. Go through the emotions that you feel when you think about the past, when you think about the present, when you think about the future, how you feel about life, um, what you want to get out of life. What are your goals? What are your aspirations? Um, you know, it was hard for me to unpack anything at first and it really scared me to put myself mentally back in that situation. Um, but it really benefited me in the long run and to really forgive myself um, was something that was important to me. Uh, I felt like I needed to forgive myself for not being able to protect the younger version of myself, for not, you know, realizing what I needed as a person at the time, um, for forgiving myself for the things that other people did to me, because there might be things that I can't necessarily forget. Um, you know, I say that things that have happened to me and people that have done things in the past to me, I have forgiven and I have there are things I might not be able to forget or might stay with me, um, but trying to make sure that thinking about it doesn't affect me as much and really unpacking it and really, you know, this is where if it's hard for you to unpack something in your life, that's where I think therapy is an amazing thing. Um, some A safe space where you can unpack what's going on in your head, your previous trauma from the past, things from childhood, things from adulthood whatever is negatively affecting you, I think that's where therapy really comes into play, um, especially if you're thinking about stuff that will trigger you and will create a depressional episode or panic attacks or, you know, PTSD that people will face by thinking about certain situations. Don't put yourself in that situation if it's something that you know you won't be able to handle because 
that's okay. That's okay to not be ready to fully unpack everything on your own and it's okay to need help to do so and it's whenever you are ready. Um, Definitely make sure that you're on your own timeline. Make sure that you're doing things your way, whatever makes you the most comfortable. I think it really just starts with when you want to be educated when you want the help, um, when you feel that you you need the help personally. Uh, you know, somebody could tell me every single day that I need to go to therapy or that I need to get on medication. But unless I feel that in myself and unless I think it's something that I need to do, there's nothing that's going to make me, you know. So you need to do it on your own timeline, at your own pace, whatever makes you comfortable and whatever will give you the most positive results without sending you into something traumatic and into the past where now all you can think about are negative thoughts um, and negative situations. So really focusing on the mentality that you're in, how can you keep a positive outlook, how can things from the past when they come up, how are you able to let it go and to let it kind of just brush off your shoulders and there are some things from the past that I'll think about or that will come up that will stick with me like for a couple of days I'll sit there and think about it Um, so journaling has really helped me with that and um, writing down ripping up pages that I don't want to look back on but that I want to write down and forget what happened um, after I've processed and worked through it that is probably the best way for me is to break it all down go step by step with the emotions, the feelings, um, what happened as a result of that situation, how can I move past that situation, and what tools do I need in order to cope with it. If it is doing something like journaling, if it is taking the time to go out and be in nature and be in the sun and to just get away from those negative thoughts and let my brain focus on something else for a little while. I found that puzzles really help to focus my brain on something else if something has triggered me. Um, Writing obviously helps um, in my situation. I absolutely love drawing, um, drawing something and then ripping it up. I've also done uh, painting is relaxing and you know just doing certain things like I love to burn incense and I love um, to listen to motivational podcasts and to kind of just reflect and self-reflect burning incense thinking about spirituality thinking about myself as this um, beautiful entity as this beautiful being that deserves to be cared for and loved and nourished and um, deserves to develop and grow into the person that she wants to be that's what I need to do for myself especially in moments where I do get triggered or if there are things from the past that are getting brought up um especially because there are certain aspects of my life where certain dates or certain times of year will definitely get to me. And that's the most important is in those moments, being able to fully take care of myself and surrender my being to myself and to my consciousness. Uh, And that's where like the self-awareness really occurs uh and you know the journey to self-fulfillment and you know what do you what what do you get your fill up of life out of what fulfills your life for you and that's really what I've been working on Um, and that's partially why I even started this podcast is because I love people and I love hearing stories and I love um, talking to people about things that you know I've been through and connecting people connecting with people through stories and situations um, because it really reminds me that the world really isn't that big after all and we're all just trying to survive and exist and to live to find our purpose you know there are people who want certain things out of life but 
at the end of the day, we're all alive and we're all just trying to make it through, um, whether it's, you know, to have a comfortable life as far as materialistic things, if it's to have a good paying job, to have a family, to have kids, if it's to travel, um, if it's to just hang out in the desert and go to festivals, you know, there are certain things that people want out of life. And I think in the moments when I feel depressional episodes kicking in and I feel you know kind of that build up to okay like this you know I can feel myself kind of getting out of the positive mindset and I can feel you know more negative thoughts are creeping in my um talk towards myself is more negative I'm you know isolating a little more like I can there are certain things that I do that maybe in the moment I don't realize and then as they go on that's when I realize okay my brain is starting to slowly disconnect from who I am and I'm starting to dissociate a little bit Um, I need to come back to myself to reflect in on myself and to go through the motions that I need to go through in order to feel more positively to get through what's triggering me to get through that episode Um, so really focusing on checking in with yourself mentally um, nourishing your mind and nourishing your brain as far as reading writing you know listening to positive podcasts listening to educational podcasts educating yourself on the brain and the chemicals and you know your mental illness even if it's reflecting on your own and educating yourself on your own you know there are so many things I thought I knew about depression and anxiety that I didn't know um the whole story I didn't know the other half where I knew a b and c but x y and z is completely different and you know there's always room for education and for more knowledge and a wider variety of knowledge so trying to be more mindful and trying to nourish your mind is amazing but when you suffer from mental illness making sure that you're also nourishing yourself as far as when you suffer for something like I do like depression um, really going through coping skills and tools and how to de-escalate situations when they get bad what happens when you have a panic attack what can you do to calm yourself down knowing how your body reacts to certain situations how your mind reacts to certain situations and being able to say okay this is what I need to do to feel better this is what I can do to slow down this process and to ease the severity of it Um, and I know that sometimes it really is easier said than done even for myself you know there have been plenty of times where I've been in situations where you know I think I have a handle on it and I just don't in those situations where I feel myself losing the control I feel myself not being able to pull myself out of the negativity um, that's when I seek help that's when I seek help from friends from family from my significant other that's when I say hey this is what I'm feeling and I need help I need help to kind of break down what I'm going through I need help even if it's just for a hug, I need to explain why I feel this way. Um, my significant other and I, what we'll do is a lot of the time we do mental check-ins with each other, um, especially because he knows that I, you know, he knows all about mental illness from on my end and what I've gone through as far as mental illness. So being able to help him to know when I'm in those situations, when I'm having those feelings, what I need and what I um uh, want as far as you know giving hugs to him and you know being present in the moment with him connecting being able to just kind of word vomit and rant and say everything that's on my brain and sometimes there are times I just need to be left alone to think about what I need to think about to reflect Um, and that's something I communicate with him and vice versa you know if he is having an off day if he's having 
um, a day where it's just not what he thought it would be. He's more in a negative mindset. That's exactly what he will do is explain to me what he needs and just the communication with one another about what we need has made a complete difference. Um, and I think that's something that being in a relationship with somebody who suffers from mental illness, having great communication and having kind of that connection with your partner can make such a huge difference. And he's been really supportive when it's come to that. Um, really has been the person I go to with everything and anything um, and can really make me feel better even when it feels like, you know, I can't make myself feel better. Sometimes you just need another person. Sometimes you just need that socialization. If it's talking to a friend, sometimes you do need to just be alone and to reflect it on yourself, but be careful enough not to self-isolate to the point where you're shutting yourself out from everybody else, where you're not communicating with them because the people around you love you and care for you. Um, even if sometimes it might not feel like it, even if there are certain people that are listening or people that are listening that, you know, maybe their home life isn't the greatest and, you know, that's not what they feel. They feel like they do um, only need to self-isolate and that that's the only way to really protect themselves. Um which is also another reason for this podcast. You know, I have an email that's open. I did create social media um, that's open and, you know, messaging me and asking questions or telling me your story. I would love to hear, you know, from people about their experiences and their own personal growth journeys or maybe their own setbacks that they faced that I'm facing um, currently. You know, there's no cure-all. There's no fix-all. There's nothing I can tell you that's magically going to make you feel better. Um all I can say is that it really does take trying and trying again, even when it sucks and when you feel like you're breaking down and you feel like you're going to have a breakdown or, you know, you feel as if it won't get better and you're just stuck in a rut. Um, I definitely understand that. There's no there's no fix-all. There's no cure-all that I can give you that, you know, tomorrow you'll feel like you're not depressed or you'll feel like, you know, anything that you had going on mentally is completely gone just because, you know, I said that I'm here for you. That's not how it would work. But um, really taking time to take care of yourself and learn who you are are probably the two biggest steps ever, uh, especially learning who you are, what you need, what helps you, um, what helps your brain to kind of get rid of those overwhelming thoughts, the overthinking thoughts, the negativity. Um, is it, you know, talking to a friend? Is it talking to your mom? Is it journaling about something and writing about your experience and unpacking it? Is it talking to a professional and seeing an unbiased perspective? Um, there are so many different ways to kind of let go of the things that are harbored in your brain and nourishing your mind and nourishing your body and your spirit and, you know, your soul is just uh, something that can really change the way that you look at yourself and look at life. And that's what I've really realized. Um, so I hope that whatever you need to nourish your mind, if that's, you know, if you do like reading and reading works or journaling works and you're the creative visual type or you like to see and look back and reflect on things from the past, if it's writing it down and burning a page or writing something down or drawing and ripping it up, if it's going for a walk and reflecting on things, you know, while you're walking, while you're out in nature, if connecting to the earth makes you feel better, if, you know, sitting in a bathtub while listening to music makes you feel better and it helps you to reflect and it helps you to kind of de-escalate the emotions that you're feeling. Um, everybody's going to have their own thing that works for them and it, it really just takes some trial and error to figure it out. But uh, I've realized that 
allowing myself to think about what's happened in the past, allowing myself to think about what happens in the present and to think about the future without worrying about any kind of timeline or any expectations or any standards. Uh, that's really what has helped me to progress further. Um, and it's really helped me to reflect on myself in a sense of who I am and who I would like to be. Goals for myself, you know, I'm constantly thinking about what can I do to better myself? What can I do to be more positive towards myself? What am I, you know, what am I overthinking about and what is causing that to happen? Um, and I think it's really important to establish a relationship with yourself as far as a personal relationship where you get to know yourself mentally, you get to know yourself physically, you know, what food works the best for you, what workouts work the best for you if you want to start working out, if you don't, if you want to just be more active and get your body moving, do you like to walk outside, do you like to swim, dance, you know, what works for you physically, uh, spiritually or, you know, religion-wise, do you like to read the Bible, do you go to church or, you know, do you think about the healing powers of crystals and nature and um, I you know I there are so many different ways that I've realized that people can process and people can learn and how different we are from one another but still the same in a sense that we can go through shitty times shitty situations um, I feel like it's so important to remember that there are people that are going through things and if you're somebody that doesn't suffer from mental illness or you know if you are just here to educate yourself or just to you know hear what I have to say for whatever reason um, you never know what somebody's going through and you never know what somebody's thinking in their head when they walk by you down the street Um, you never know what someone in passing is thinking or what their home life is like or what their personal situation is, um, you just never know. And so all I can say is that be kind to everyone around you and um, be kind to strangers that you see. You know, don't don't be an asshole to people that, you know, when you're in a restaurant and if a server isn't being fast enough, stop. Don't be an asshole. Don't, you know, be nice to people that you talk to over the phone that do customer service jobs. Be nice to somebody who's waiting in line at Walmart with a screaming toddler. Be nice to the person that's walking down your hallway in the high school past you and, you know, that might just be by themselves. Be kind to people that are in big crowds and look like they're, you know, reflecting in, in the inside and they're not mentally where they need to be or they're not in a situation they want to be in. Um, I feel like people reflect on the outside sometimes how they feel on the inside and there's people that hide very well how they feel on the inside so they don't reflect it on the outside so you never know what somebody's going through and I think it's important to be kind to one another as much as you should be kind to yourself Um, because at the end of the day we're all people just trying to make it through life and we're trying to figure out what we need and you know where we want to go there's people worried about finances there's people that have all the money in the world and at the end of the day we're the same you know Uh, it doesn't matter we all go through our own shit and some people uh, suffer from mental illness some people don't but at the end of the day we're all the same and uh, you know it's just our brains are a little are wired a little differently but you shouldn't treat somebody any differently because of their situation or what they're going through and I think kindness and um, 
really reaching out to people when it looks like they're alone or when it, you know, when they reach out for help, really trying to connect with those people, I think is really important. Uh, I think that you should check in on your friends and your family mentally and make sure that your significant other is mentally doing okay and have uh, weekly reflections with those people if it is important to you and make sure that you're making sure that people are um, good in life around you. You know, as somebody who suffers from mental illness, uh, I know how bad that it can get and I've seen it get really bad and ugly. Uh, so I've started making it a priority to make my connection to the people around me closer as far as self-reflection, as far as reflecting with them. Um, when I need help going to people and letting them know that if they need help that they can come to me while also having boundaries and establishing boundaries, um, it's something that I think can make a huge difference in a person's life uh, just to have somebody to reach out to and to speak to. So the, oh, this has been a rant of a podcast. I am so sorry that I just kind of ranted off about so many things. Um, nourish your mind, exercise your brain, read, write, be kind to people, be kind to yourself. Um, and thank you so much for listening to the Me, Myself, and I podcast. Thank you for coming back to episode one about nourishing your mind. Um, I will be posting another podcast episode shortly. Um, and I do have, I have uh, written down social media pages and uh, social media. I'm currently looking at my notes because I can't remember. Okay. So, uh, if you want to email me, if you want to find me on Instagram, Twitter, um, I do have all of those things set up. If you want to message me questions, if you have stories to tell me, if you want to just tell me about your day, definitely go ahead, go on my social media. I will put them in the description. Um, you can email me at me, myself, iPod at gmail.com. Find me on Instagram, me, myself, and iPod cast, but the podcast is PDCST. Um, I'm on Twitter, view myself, I podcast, same thing, PDCST. Uh, all the good usernames are taken that I wanted. So I had to kind of be a little creative, but definitely go find me on social media. Send me things that you think will make me laugh. I'll try to send things that will make you laugh. I love memes. I'll send you memes back and forth. Let's play some anagrams. Uh, and remember to really take care of yourself and to over this uh, holiday weekend to have fun, to let go, to be, um, you know, just happy to let yourself live a little bit. And, you know, if you need somebody to talk to, make sure that you're talking to the people around you. If you have somebody you can reach out to, uh, remember, this is a safe space, no judgment, anything that's told to me, you know, if it's in, you want it to keep it confidential, I will definitely do that. If you want it to be shared, I will also definitely do that. Um, but yeah, just be kind to people, be kind to yourself, take care of yourself, check in with the people around you. Uh, thanks for listening and thanks for being here and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you and bye.